It's early spring in the northern Midlands, which, for this part of the country, means that it's been raining ice. Coming out of the Drakwald forest is a large man with long hair and a long beard, red with specks of gray. His name is Sir Rudiger Otteson, and he can feel the rattling breath of Moor, the god of death, on his back. There is little time, and there is much to do, but he will not be the one to do it. He can see the war camp up ahead. His footsteps falter and slide in the muck, but he has several minutes yet. He knows that he can make it. Welcome to Big Gay Nerds Warhammer. I'm Levi, I'm going to be running this block, as you could, if you listened to this last episode. And, uh... Since we last recorded, we since we had some time off and we, you know, had some time to do things, we were introduced to a new friend of the show. His name is Fern, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Fern. My pronouns are they and them. And I am Snapper's fiance. Yeah. Congratulations, Snapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats. Both of you. And as the one person who didn't wind up rolling the character on air, would you like to describe them a little bit? Yes, absolutely. Um, I rolled a dwarf female, um, which tends to be my brand, and um, I happened to roll max out the weapon skill. <laughs> so I, um, I'd like to introduce you to Karen. Uh, she's the best at weapons. And um, she's a female dwarf with red hair and an intricately braided beard. And um, yeah, she's pretty cool. She's from birthplace. It's somewhere on this sheet. Karak Kadrin? Karak Kadrin, which is where um, basically the king is a slayer of that area. And so he helps other slayers. So she's not a slayer herself. She is a um, bodyguard, and she's between jobs looking for cash. And for those who aren't familiar with the setting, dwarf slayers are sort of a death pact situation where a disgraced dwarf decides that uh, they're going to basically give up their life in pursuit of chasing down larger and larger monsters and fighting with them until like one of them can give it an honorable death it's uh really metal <laughs> yeah <laughs> they all uh they all cut their hair like seamus from wwe yeah yep. they all have yeah. sweet mohawks mm-hmm. and no shirts <laughs> yeah no shirts also what's your sign very important for oh, all yeah, oh. star sign how many siblings we got to get this sibling thing okay all right i'll just go through the thing um <laughs> I, am, I am five feet foot tall which is interesting because that's how Hell tall yeah. i the person fern am in real life so, so I, I'm, I'm rolling a self insert right now um, my weight is 140 pounds uh my hair is red my eyes are brown my distinguishing mark is an earring. Nice. And uh, my sign is Dragomas the Drake, which I can't oh. remember exactly what that's for. I, no, it's the sign of power. Damn. And, my, and I am 110 years old. Damn. <laughs> Dragomas the Drake is, yeah, it's the sign of courage. That's all it yeah. says. Uh, and all then right. I, Ryan, I have, what's, the, what's the birthplace you're from again? 
I'm from Karak Kadrin. I like that you're Karen from Kadrak Kadrin. Isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> gotta... <laughs> and, but I, I did roll for the name and then I spelled it differently because they spelled it the normal way of spelling Karen and I spelled it uh. K-E-R-A-N. No. And then I that have one sibling. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, it literally sounds like a secretary until you change the spelling, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one sibling, and yep, that's pretty much it. Uh, I, Since I am a dwarf, uh, my talents are really funny, fun because I have dwarf craft, then grudge born fury. Nice. Which is great. Um, Stout-hearted, uh, and also I can't do magic. Yeah, because because of that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to say they can't do math. <laughs> 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 Horses, we all know, cannot do math. I don't know if anybody can do math in this Honestly. setting. Okay. I think I think if someone knows how to like do long division or whatever, that shows that they're a servant of Zinch. I see. <laughs> Like there are there are colleges and stuff, but like barely anybody goes to them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Karen is um, a good girl who is the oldest of the party. Um, yeah. She's actually pretty old for a dwarf. I rolled ninety three on the chart. So oh, so it's up there. It, so like she's probably towards the end of her life, which is sad because Dang. she's in an entry level career. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's a mood. That's a mood. Well, the problem is she was she was bodyguarding someone for like most of those years, and then that person died. And it's like, well, I'm back to square one. And died of natural causes because if yeah. if, if if it had died under um, something that she was trying to protect from, I'm pretty sure she would have taken the oath of the slayer. Just like, oop, fucked up. Time to go be a slayer forever. Um, like, yeah says you too to the waitress when she says enjoy your meal gotta be a slayer now <laughs> you just carry the the, the buzzer at, uh, with you at all times so you can shave your head into a mohawk and just tear your shirt in half <laughs> yeah, I'm ready it's like alright time to go fight trolls until one of them caves my skull in yep please <laughs> alright so joining us also of course are the crew we had last time we got Owen, Saturn, Snapper Yep. And I am Saturn. I'm just, I'm statistically the one who is going to die of the plague in this episode. <laughs> I think you already have it, judging by your weight. Yeah, it, had, it, had be, it had to be one of us, and and I was I unfortunately drew the short straw. <laughs> All right. So I think that the the person we're going to start with is the clear protagonist, who is Johan. Yes. Uh, Johan, I imagine, has been following and doing business business with a war party in the uh, upper Midlands, like I was saying earlier. Um, basically, what they like to do around here is every... There's basically, like, every season, they'll sort of just, like, run a crusade on local beastmen or orcs or whatever, and the Knights of Ulrich will come out with them and join the army, and they'll just sort of, you know, try to mow the grass as it were so that's that's what you're up to it's it's uh icy and shitty it snowed and then it rained on the snow and then the rain froze and then it had frozen rain 
Great. So I love it. Wonderful. What and um so what do you think your sort of your day to day life is as somebody who follows around an army in men's clothes? Pretty, um, pretty boring. Uh, he's he's actually excited. He loves watching uh, all the soldiers spar, and he takes notes in like ah. this this scrawl that he's made up. Most of it is drawings, but he <laughs> he does some scrawl, um, and yeah, he he loves he loves his job. He loves tailoring, and he loves being able to watch brave soldiers train for combat. So does he expect more for himself out of his life? Or does he feel like there's something missing, just like you, young reader? Yes, uh, just like you, young reader. He's he's (laughs) looking for his true path in life. He knows that while he loves tailoring, he is not to be a tailor forever. He feels that he has a great destiny ahead of him, as, after all, he is born under the sign of Cacklefax the Cockerel. He dreams too of being one day a big cool sword guy. (laughs) Someday. Alright. Alright, so... It's... It's, uh... Early afternoon on a day just like any other, but then a clamor goes up around camp. Uh, people flock around to see it, and I assume that you are one of them? Oh yeah, he, he pushes his way past the crowd to the front like that scene. You yeah. know, the one. You know, the one. Staggering out of the woods is what is clearly a knight of the white wolf. He's about six foot three, uh, muscular in his late forties, uh, long hair and beard, and he is clearly wounded. He has multiple spots of sort of frozen blood on his armor. His wolf pelt that he wears around his shoulder is fairly tattered, and he is limping and staggering, sort of very short of breath, and he is approaching the approaching the crowd at all reasonable speed, which for him right now is not all that great. Okay, Johan's gonna rush forward and, like, support him. Oh, right for it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Young young adult protagonist. Yeah. So, the the older man sort of like, you catch him right as, as he's tripping, and he sort of, like, falls bodily into you and I imagine they sort of... Hmm. I'm trying to think of how to make this not sound weird, because I've already started <laughs> to make it sound weird. But I imagine that you have and to sort of... fall in love. <laughs> I imagine that you sort of have to crouch down to support him as he sort of lays on his side, hold his head up, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's like, boy, no, just barely a man. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that we made this a specifically queer podcast is really like hurting my hand that I can play right now. <laughs> S- sir, are, we need to get you patched up, sir. No, there's no time. I need, I need you to do something for me. I, my sword. I need it returned to the temple. And you would know that the nearest temple of Ulrich is a few days away in the town of Delbez. It's like, it has to be you. They will put you up and 
they will reward you for this. I, of course, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. I'm glad that I found you so easily. There is, there is much that needs to be done. You will find good hands and a foul rod. Please take me to the nearest shrine. I'm glad that it happened this way. Clearly, Ulrich, uh, warriors of Ulrich prefer to die in battle rather than of old age, which, for for the Empire, uh, this guy is pretty up there. So every sort of fighting force has a shrine of Ulrich, that a portal one that they sort of carry with them. Like the way that pantheism works in the Empire is that everybody sort of pays service to all the gods based on what they need, and for soldiers, that is the god of war, winter, and wolves. So, uh, all right, Johan's gonna help drag him to the to the small portable shrine. Okay, the portable shrine, if you will. Yep, (laughs) blue plastic. So, most of the crowd is sort of standing around and whispering to each other, gossiping, as it were. But somebody. Somebody decides to call for the barber surgeon, you know, despite the guy's wishes, possibly because they didn't hear it, and just out of concern. But within a few minutes, the the old man has passed away, leaving you his sword. Um, he's gonna take it and wrap it up in some some cloth that he has, as he is a tailor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna. It's gonna go. Um, I assume since I'm a camp follower, I don't really actually have a boss, right? <laughs> uh, no, you're just, you're sort of you're sort of self-employed that way. Okay, you're an yeah. entrepreneur. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I will say uh, that uh, there's caravans that sort of head back to town regularly for supplies and the like, and sort of come back to town. So you'll probably be able to join one of those because you really don't want to be on the road by yourself yeah anywhere in the empire really (laughs) one of the reasons that people don't really travel much from where they were born like most people live and die within like the few a few miles of where they were born and that's because uh roads are where most of the monsters and things like to get you but they're safety in numbers yeah uh yeah, he'll he'll gather up uh what supplies he has and take the sword and get on a caravan. Okay. I will go ahead and let you know now that the sword is it's nice, it's well made, but there's nothing mechanically special about it. Oh no, he's not gonna use it. It's not his sword yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his sword until the magic ritual that peels all the rust off of it and reveals it was the uh the chosen sword of destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's actually a hammer in Warhammer Universe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, There's yeah, but it's not, not. You don't use a hammer. You're a young adult protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a few days later, in the town of Delbez. All right, so just for just to give some information on the town of Delbez, it is on the. It's on sort of, it's sort of like the northernmost part on a fairly important river. Farther south on the river, there's the capital city of Altdorf, 
Mm-hmm. And Delbez is the northernmost part of that river. So it's a fairly prosperous town. There's a it does a lot of sees a lot of outside sort of travel and trade, which the locals aren't really a fan of because um, Minlanders are sort of every cranky torch wielding peasant you've ever seen in a, uh. like a movie or whatever. They don't take kindly to much of anything. <laughs> but in terms of Midland, Delbez is fairly cosmopolitan. There's a lot of inns. There's and uh, after the most recent chaos invasion by Archaon, there's also a lot of refugees. There, yeah. there is in fact so many refugee tents and camps set up right across the river from it that people have taken to calling it New Delbez. But uh, it is outside one of these well fine inns that uh that we meet our jester. <laughs> oh boy, here's Vine. Yeah. So actually one thing I didn't think of was an inn name. So I'm just gonna call it the Unruly Horse. Nice. Nice. It's a it's a fairly well off inn. It mostly it deals especially with uh incoming and outgoing caravan caravans heading further north. It has a you know has a set of stables and plenty of cheap strong booze and spiced sausages, which are the local delicacy. Nice. Ooh. And there's a there's a meager crowd gathered out front. And Vine, what is your act like? Oh, hmm. You know, he talked a lot about impersonations and and things like that. And I I feel like Vine's big thing is like I think I, I had the impression that maybe there's some like sort of, some sort of a what would the word be? I guess not a crier, but like someone who comes around on occasion from the from like the Imperium itself to like deliver decrees and shit. And I think oh. Vine just, like, has a thing of, like, going around and, like, as part of their, like, bread-and-butter routine, just, like, doing, like, big lampoons of his whole, like, decree spiel. Are you, so, so, you're basically the onion, is what That's exactly yeah, what I was I, about to say. Vine's basically doing the onion. <laughs> okay, um, do you want to give us a little bit of that, or do you just want to do, like, a roll? Uh... I'm going to fetch my dice to do a roll so I have time to think of uh, okay. that. So, so I want to roll with real ass I can I can look up some local figures so you can be like, so this guy's in the news. Have you heard this? How about those clowns in Congress? <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of clowns. So looking at my sheet, let's see. So that would be... Oh my god! There's so much. There's so much shit on here. I'm getting like like Pathfinder flashbacks, but like a worse version of that, where there's even more skills. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for since you have the skill, it would basically just so be a fellowship. Role. Oh, there it is. It's a there's performer jester, which is a fellowship yeah. role, and I also uh, for any I guess mechanical effect have the talent public speaking, which I believe allows me to influence more people at once. Then, yeah. If I didn't have it, I don't exactly remember. 
Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take advantage of that to not look up how many people you would normally be able to influence. (laughs) Okay, I I think I remember the the exact thing, but... uh, so I think they're they're doing their whole spiel, or she's doing her whole spiel, and it's sort of like this whole like. Additionally, we decree that, and like, oh fuck! I was trying, I, I was genuinely trying to think of something there, but I I cannot because I like, <laughs> I'm not keyed in to uh like I have not been thinking about medieval life as much, or I guess peasant life, but there's definitely like some shit about like unreasonable taxes on sheep. And things like that, just like completely like outlandish horseshit. Area, area lumberjack. Going, doing what? <laughs> you know, it's, it's Midland satire. is the sort of place. Oh, where she, she's doing is... she's doing the dwarf mayor routine from Dwarf Fortress, which is like there is now a a a sales embargo on this very specific item. <laughs> like there's now a sales embargo on black newts, and black newts aren't even like local to the area. <laughs> That's um, unreasonable. So. I I roll a I forget do I roll a one d one hundred or do I roll a yeah one hundred yeah all right I got a thirty six which uh, I don't know if that factors into my oh is it, I have to roll under my fellowship yep. yes to be successful okay well I was not successful my fellowship is only twenty three well, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> okay the fact that Vine is not a particularly good jester is I think an important part of his character yes. yeah <laughs> I love her so much Vine, Vine's I, chances of successfully jesting are less than one in four I think I think elves have have low fellowship by default and they also just like did not roll especially well on it yeah Alright, so the. It's like, okay, so I'd say it's split about down the middle. About half of the crowd doesn't realize that you're joking because they're not familiar with the concept and they're getting really angry about the injustices that you're describing to them. And the other half does realize that you're joking, but they're not particularly fond of that either. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's a hard life. There's a reason Vines can't, still can't afford a bow and arrow. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say that you have not made any money yet. <laughs> like, no people have yet to throw any money into your hat, or however you expect to make profit off of this. They're wearing the hat, but I think they also have a puppet, and the puppet is, like, holding, like, a little empty tankard. <laughs> that's really great I would I would give that puppet money just because okay I'm gonna say how much fellowship does the puppet have probably more than vine <laughs> I will say that you have made three pennies just just for the puppet <laughs> okay so that's copper pieces I'm guessing or there's yeah, like fucking three of, different currencies on here so there's like a gold crown oh, yeah, silver shillings and brass pennies Right, and the conversion rate is unfortunately not like ten or a hundred of each. It's, it's see. some weird bullshit. Yeah, it's great. Hold on, let That's me look fine. it up just so we can ex- just so we can give people a taste of the of the good life of playing old RPGs. Okay, one gold crown is twenty silver shillings, and twenty silver shillings is two hundred and forty brass pennies because the silver shilling is twelve brass pennies. They they may as well have given me nothing, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you, 
I mean, as far as peasant pocket change go, you're you're doing pretty good. <laughs> so, Fern, would you say that Karen is the sort of person who hangs out in inns? I I would definitely say that. That's a place where you can get a lot of like information without actually having to talk to people. You can and beer. Listen. And beer. Beer is good. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so it's the early afternoon, so there's not a whole lot of patrons, mostly just the saddest regulars. Yeah. <laughs> Karen pretends that she's not one of those. <laughs> oh, okay, and there, there's nothing important happening in here. You do hear some rabble being roused outside, but that's all that's happening on your end of things for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she might, she might, like, at least look out the window to see what's happening outside. Okay. See the world's gangliest elf? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I imagine if you, like, turn, you get, like, a very sort of side, like, thin side angle of vines just bombing and a crowd of about 20 people growing increasingly agitated. For a dwarf, that's probably pretty satisfying. Yeah, that's actually pretty great. Um, <laughs> if you watching, but just drinks your beer. <laughs> At least somebody's being entertained. <laughs> hmm. um, she probably, if they get too agitated, she might go out there because it doesn't look like this person is like being worthy of like. A- an angry mob? Yeah, perhaps. nobody's lit any torches yet. But... Yeah, yeah. But she, she might go out um, and. Um... I'll, I'll let you know if things escalate. Yeah. 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 Okay. Alfred, naturally, you are in the sewers. All right. Catch on. Naturally, you are being pursued. Oh, no. Like, by something rats. larger than you are. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I'm gonna need just a second to do get in the voice. Hey, folks, how you doing? Okay, I got it now. <laughs> boy, oh, fuck. oh god, that's gonna be a whole thing, ain't it? Oh boy. I mean, okay, you I haven't me actually done still... my voice yet, so we can die then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like I said, you were being pursued while you were down here, sort of doing your doing your job, setting traps for rats, bludgeoning rats. Mm-hmm. Affixing rats to your pole, your yeah. pole of rats. I got you... four of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that now you have five because you're doing a good job. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. Let's say that you spotted and are now being pursued by what you. It was a quick count because you started running, I imagine. But what you would guess is about four or five human sized uh, figures. Oh no, that's not good down here. <laughs> um, I think that because because he's fleet of foot, um, he has at this point picked up his dog Eddie, and he's just like <laughs> he's just beating feet like away from these things, just like hey, leave me alone. I'm just doing my job. I didn't I'd see love nothing. I love to do some foley, but I don't have any any muck to make oh, some wait, wait. effects with. But no, you gotta consider the sewage. Mm, that's a good point. 
I, 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 sad I didn't realize this during character creation, but I'm only just realizing that I am now envisioning your dog Eddie as the dog from Frasier. Yeah, oh, that was the, the idea. That's that why was I the joke. Oh, uh, I missed that completely. <laughs> yeah, that the dog on Frasier is also named Eddie. Yeah, the dog so, keeps yeah. staring at me. <laughs> so anyway, that's what he's doing. He's just he's just running away, and hopefully he's doing a good job of it because he is fleet of foot. Um, he doesn't. Oh, yeah. He probably presumes that they're just like smugglers or something, and that he walked in on something. And so as he's running, he's trying to be like, "I didn't see nothing." Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got a oh five movement speed. That's good. Yeah, for a halfling. I got fast little legs. <laughs> gotta be fast for those. Doing that, the Hanna Barbera like <laughs> yes, like sound. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like you're actually faster than your pursuers, which is good. nice. Okay, so back on the surface uh, Vine you a couple of um, concerned citizens have brought over a watchman who has been watching a little bit of your act and after a couple of minutes just like walks up to you and goes alright what's all this then what do you mean what's all this it's jokes sir is jokes. You jesting out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God. Alright. Well, that's not a crime yet. Um. <laughs> you, you really did not pick a good part of the country to be doing this in. Trust me, I realize that myself. <laughs> What a horrid <laughs> elf. A vine just sort of like turns out their cup and just like shows the three pennies in there. Like, I've been at this for an hour. Oh, I'm real sorry to hear that. All right. <laughs> Look. All right. This is definitely more more uh, city voice than I intended, but that's fine. Very good. I, I like to think they've just taken on a horrible accent as part of their learning Reichspiel. Yeah, Very good. They, they can only speak in a horrible accent. Their natural voice is completely different. <laughs> well, I don't want to have to take you into protective custody, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe work on some material that doesn't implicate the state in injustices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she sort of like dejectedly takes off her jester hat and stuffs it in the tanker and just like walks away. <laughs> I'm really sorry to have to do this to you, but... I think she just immediately goes into the bar and just orders a drink. (laughs) Very good. Alright, and uh, then I would imagine that this is about the time that... uh, Oh, that token does not have a transparent background. Oh, well. No one is going to see it except for us. It's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm really proud of my map, though. (laughs) We can always end up taking a screenshot of it for the... Yeah. Is there a map? Oh yeah, because I, mean, uh, I, I don't see it. I'm on, I'm on white page right now. I, yeah, I don't oh. think we're on that. Map. Oh, I gotta pull it over. Yeah, I haven't used I was... this in a good while. Okay. I, oh, oh, this is a nice map. Oh, oh shit, this is a this nice looks, map. This oh, looks good you. as fuck and it's hex based. Yeah. yeah, I love hexes. Oh man, we should if totally we're... we should get a picture of this. If we, if, if, yeah. if we were IRL, what I would like to do, my favorite way to play this game is to have it like. Um, think like on a tabletop with like a measuring tape for inches of movement. Nice. 
Because like your movement scores translate pretty well to inches. Like when I when I used to run it, that's something I really like doing. But yeah, let me go ahead and take a screenshot of this, and we can cut this bit out. Maybe if we get uh, big enough, we can have a live big gay nerds eventually. Oh, that's too much what? pressure. We'll have, to get, like, we'll have to get like one of those things they have in college classes that are like the the weird like projector things. Or, oh, like, absolutely. You put a piece of paper on the light box or whatever. <laughs> it's just very it's good. Like, all right, here, here's our fucking sheet. Here's what we're right. working with over here. Okay, so yeah, Alfred, you know you, right. you know your way around the sewers here, sort of like the back of your gross hands. Oh yeah. So <laughs> they're really gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know. The voice is too funny. You can't. Do I don't it. know either. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. So, you, yeah, you know the nearest sort of culvert that leads out into sort of a drain and maintenance shed? All right. Hold on, Eddie. We're making a break for it. And yep, so he's going to... You can see sunlight up ahead, and then you are out. Out nice. onto the sort of drain grating. Unfortunately, Ooh. the sound of foot of uh, just sort of wet, sloppy footsteps behind you does not cease. They're still okay. coming after you. Am I, like, just... Am I, like, on the street now? Are there, like, people nearby? Okay, if you look on the map here, you can see oh. you're up in the sort of... They tried to sort of wall, sort of like, sort of fence off the whole sewer thing because oh, people, yeah. people are already reminded that there's a sewer opening here enough yeah. without having to look at it. So you're up in the top right there. There's the sort of culvert you just came out of. Everything is labeled because it's all okay, pretty yeah. this, squiggly. It's, it's pretty nice, actually. So um, is the shed the only e exit? On the uh, sort of the bottom there, where it's got the two lines, there is just like a gate you can like get out on, but they usually okay. keep that uh, keep that locked. Okay then. Oh, who um, pinged? I did. <laughs> oh, how do you do that? That's cool. advanced technology. You just click on it and for a little bit. You have to, have to actually turn on the ping thing. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to click click the select and move cursor. Oh, all right. But anyway, so I yeah. think then that's oh. uh, that's where he's going to go. He's going to try for that gate, see if it's uh, locked. Uh, he's going to give the gate a like hopeful kick in case it isn't locked. Um, unfortunately, you can see a rusty padlock sort of keeping the thing. Ah, uh, uh, damn. Okay. And um. I'll say that the... Oh, I didn't think to... Man, all of the Roll20 tokens that you can just sort of look up in the thing, they're, so, they're like so, so dignified that it almost feels weird using them for this. <laughs> it feels weird using them on like a, a solid black line on plain color background thing. Well, even just for, like, Warhammer Fantasy, is like, they've got, like, swords or spears, as opposed to just, like... Cudgels. Big... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even, like, shields sometimes. But it don't matter. Okay. Can I copy? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. So... 
if when you look over your shoulder to see your pursuers, what you see sort of start to stagger out of the sewer opening into the sunlight are sort of weird, scaly, just sort of people. They don't look like beastmen because beastmen sort of have like a coherent theme going on. Mm. So you see, there's one guy who's sort of got like alligator scales and like pointy teeth. Another guy's just got like gills and an extra eye, but not like in the middle of his forehead, just sort of over one of his other eyes. Oh. And there's another two behind those ones still in the darkness. So at at this count, you'd say there's about four of them. And if you want to try, you can try to break the lock. It looks like it's pretty... That's definitely what he's going to do. He's going to take his rat bashing club and he's going to try and smash that lock. Good, good. So go ahead and make a strength test. Okay, that's not my strong suit. I'll uh, say it's an easy one, so... You'll get like a plus 10, which means that the number you have to roll is now 33. A okay. 1 in 3 chance sounds pretty reasonable. Hey! 16. Hey, nice. good job. So yeah, that lock gets uh, gets uh, busted off, and the gate will now easily sort of pull to the side so you can exit. Alright, um, he does pull it, and he rushes out into the street shouting, Hey! Sewer monsters! I don't know if that's the voice I was doing before, but... I think it's slowly transmogrifying in the direction of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was just catching some... I was just catching some rats, and these freaks are chasing me! So the... The guard, who is out... Not accosting Vine, the sort of just, like... Warning Vine... Is... Like, sees this happening... Like, the crowd quickly disperses away from the threat of monsters. And you said that Vine went into the inn nearby to... Uh, they were at least heading... She was at least heading to enter it. I don't... I, I couldn't... I can't actually move her token, so... Oh, yeah, sorry. She, she moves about as much as you think she would have in that in that brief array of time. Okay, so yeah, you've got your token now, so... I'll say you almost reached the door. You're, like, sort of dragging your feet and moping... <laughs> and, uh, moping and I hear I hear some some small gremlin creature being accosted <laughs> by 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 things. All right, so really gutsy of Vine to call someone else a gremlin. <laughs> I didn't want to mention it, but Vine just thinks everyone is a gremlin. Yeah, Vine's the, the only, only normal, normal person here. <laughs> exactly. Oh. You know, I completely forgot to have this do that. I completely forgot to do this earlier, but I'm going to say that this is about the time that uh, Johan's caravan is rolling in. Oh, nice. I would, have, I would have had him watch some of the commotion before, but honestly, like, I completely forgot about Johan. <laughs> I'm very Damn. sorry. I, I just figured I was going to pop in when me? it was convenient. <laughs> well, I'll say it's well, it's convenient now. So there's, put there's a lot of Suzuki happening right here. My library. Here we go. Very bland token. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> well, that like I said, all the all the roll twenty tokens, they can just sort of like look up or Google. They're all awfully adventurous. 
So I just had to pick sort of like fighter. James. Okay. So I'll say this is the situation when things start off. What is everybody's reaction to the to a halfling running halfling running into the street and shouting about monsters? Um, Karen is definitely gonna put down her her beer and put like the money on the table and go outside because she's a good dwarf with fifty weapon skill, not a bad <laughs> dwarf with fifty weapon skill. Okay. So if you just want to position yourself... Nice. So nobody besides Alfred is aware of where the monsters are, but I guess you can see the sort of sewer complex over there. I was going to say, I think Vine, like, like, kind of, like, slow on the draw, like, passes uh, the dwarf as, as she leaves the door, and then, like, like, cognizant of the commotion, but not really wanting to get involved, and then sees the unattended, unfinished beer on the table and just grabs it and heads back outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Johan is, of course, going to bravely rush over to the halfling to make sure that they are okay. Jump right off the caravan and hop over there. Jumps off a yeah. moving horse. This is, I like the idea that this is, like, your first... Uh, experience in like the big city. <laughs> you're, you're finally getting your tutorial <laughs> battle. Yeah, like oh wow, here I am in this town that's like so like connected to the capital, and immediately like this little dude runs out like, hey monsters, <laughs> I'm being attacked by easily digestible tutorial monsters. <laughs> I need a strapping uh. level one protagonist to save me from them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Just hello, small man that no one else will touch for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he is covered in the dookie. So, Are you yeah. all right? <laughs> he is covered in rat germs. Yeah, um, he is like um, he he. Well, I mean, he is okay. So he's got like his rat club in one hand. He has his rat stick with with five rats strung up on it. <laughs> Like and tucked he, under his arm, and isn't he, he also holding Eddie. Yeah, he's like holding. His, Very good. Yeah, he's holding his dog, who I think he is now set down. <laughs> okay. Um, and so if you if you do like uh, actually approach him and ask him, he's just going to like point back towards the gate and say, "I don't even know what those things are." <laughs> so the the mutants, as it were, have like approached the gate as well. And so, all of you can see them out there being gross. Uh, all the any crowd that was sort of still hanging around has booked it even harder. And I'm gonna say, since you do have a big strong dwarf now, that the guard is also going for reinforcements. Oh, uh. thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess then I. Uh, I will step forward um, and like take the head of the group of a group of people because these people don't really super look like they could defend themselves. Uh, excuse you, Johan no. draws his sword. <laughs> Vine, Vine, Vine stands back here, like elven short sword, clearly leering out of their bag. But they're just, like still sipping ale. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, kid. Let me take a uh, let me take him. You 
you do backup. I can't even talk. <laughs> time out, time out. Let me finish this beer. <laughs> All right. It's got a ew, it's got a beard hair in it. Gross. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So let me look up what initiative is. All right. So everybody rolls one d10 and adds it to their agility. Okay. That's probably my Dang. best stat. That's also. Okay, that looks right. So first up is Johan. Okay. Johan, having watched uh, soldiers fight for years, knows that a quick, easy way to defeat an enemy is to use a choke point. So he's going to move on up there. And he is going to attack one of them. All right. Stopping them at the gate. Yep. Smart tactics. Let's see if it actually pays off, which it probably won't, because this is Warhammer. (laughs) Yeah. All right, roll your weapon skill. Okay. My weapon skill is 35. And I failed. (laughs) Yep. Unfortunately, you missed... So, next up we have Vine, who is all the way over here still. Yeah, uh, I was say, I don't, uh, Vine, <laughs> Vine, Vine's combat options are dagger and short sword, and they have not a particularly great weapon skill, so I think they're going to spend the first t- turn, uh, polishing off the remainder of the tankard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good choice. Next up we have Alfred. You got okay. your monsters. Yep. Alfred is going to scramble up and he's going to take out his sling and he's going to shoot at uh, the mutant that is currently he's got like a direct line of sight to it right now so it's the one that's not currently getting missed yeah straight line yeah I get you Uh so go ahead and roll your ballistic skill alright that is oh I had moved my stats around on the word document that's uh, 33 Let's just allow me to control and copy the 1d100 roll. 55, 58. Oh dear. Okay, so yeah. that is, that's another miss. Yep. So, now we get to, we get mutant time now. Okay. No oh boy. So the one that's sort of engaged with Johan is going to stay there, and the others are going to file out. I'll put them all in the same initiative, basically. Yeah. I'll do them one at a time, though. Okay, so the first one here is going to jab back at you. Well, not jab, because they have just, like, clubs. But take a swing at Johan, since just sort of returning the favor. And let's see. Oh. Word roll. 100. Oh. <laughs> so, no good. That's, See, that, that's a critical role. fail in the scenario, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think there are critical failures in the system, it's, but it's, it's definitely still the, the worst, worst roll you can get. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> the first time very... I ever see someone actually roll a 100 on a 1d100, and it's a context yeah, in which it's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Percentile systems are weird like that. Alright, so the next one. Let's see. 
it's gonna... Oh, right, Alfred threw a Brock at its head, so it's gonna rush straight at the uh, little guy. Try to finish off what they started here. Oh, keep forgetting the word roll. And roll and you know. 17, that is an actual hit. Oh, okay. Alright, so... I think I'm going to ignore the whole hit location thing just for brevity. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> as fun as that would be. I think 71 would be like left arm because you reverse the number rolled. It's really weird. Oh hmm. yeah, okay. Oh, that's really easy then. <laughs> but uh, I was just... Is... I can't tell if that quip was sarcastic or not. Oh no, it's, oh, actually... No, it's actually... It's either... It's way easier than rolling another 1d100. Um, uh, uh, While well, yeah, I was... Flipping through the book, looking for rules relating to this, I noticed a half-page effects of alcohol table. But anyway, <laughs> oh, that might, be re- that might be relevant. Oh, oh no! But meanwhile, let's see if I live or die. Oh, it's based okay. on your weight. Oh no, <laughs> you're dying of alcohol. <laughs> I'm like, I made sure to get all your weights and pounds. It's it's okay. fine. She drank half the beer before Vine got to it. It's fine. Vine's only half a person. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so Alfred has a toughness bonus of two. And let's see. Looks like you don't have armor. No, I don't think anyone here has armor. I do. Uh, I have a jerkin. Yeah, okay. Okay, man, you got better... The entertainer gets better armor than the rat catcher? Let me look at that, actually. I might have just not written it down. Rat catcher, trapping, sling ammunition, animal traps, pull with rats, smoke. Yep, no armor. Dang. I guess, I guess they have it in the off chance that someone tries to stab them for a bad performance. Yeah, and the entertainer does start with a leather jerkin. Huh. Weird. How about that? Well, start with okay. a leather anyway, jacket, you got... whatever that is. It's a jacket. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so they do just strength bonus damage. You have uh, two toughness bonus, so you take one wound. Okay. Well, one point. Not just. Okay, then. That's uh, that's one-eighth of my health, yeah. which is could be worse. So you just so... get sort of clubbed lightly around the middle. Ah. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm hey, walking, I'm walking here. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is terrible. Okay. Let's see. So we got two more mutants. One, two... Three, four. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say just to have a body on everybody out here, the next one engages with Karen here. Okay. Take a regular old swing here. Nasty stick that they found. 68. That's bad. So no hit. And last. Next guy is gonna sort of. One, two, three. Four. File around here and sort of surround Johan. Brave young Johan. 93. That is also bad. Okay. A lot of high rolls. Nice. As soon as, as soon as high rolls are bad, everybody gets a lot of high rolls. Yeah. Okay. So, after Mutants, we come around to Karen, who, having a 50 50 chance to hit with an attack, is. Really, the upper echelon of combat. In this you system. can also use an all-out attack to gain plus twenty uh, weapon skill to hit, but you will not be able to dodge or parry until your next next turn. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. Also, Karen is the only person who has like the dodge skill. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll gain twenty. That sounds fun and exciting. So I subtract seventy. I'm going to hit the one that right uh, that hit my friend here. <laughs> oh, your friend who you've never met before. Who I've never yeah, met go before. For it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm going to roll. Okay. And I'm going to do an all-out attack. And I got a negative 61. I'm going to post it in the chat real quick. Negative 61? Yep. The, the thing I'm seeing that they're doing is they're rolling and then subtracting it from their weapon skill. I guess yeah. to show the differential oh, so you, in the roll. So you rolled a 9. So you yeah, rolled a... I rolled a 9. You rolled a nine. Okay, so hit. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think that it's a necessary, necessary is, step. Yeah, okay. as long as the number is under your stat, you, like, hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, so, uh, by the way, I don't think you mentioned what your weapon is. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm using my axe. My hand okay. axe. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Everyone is using their hand weapon, except for the... The elf who's drinking and the <laughs> halfling who's using their prototypical weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you get 1d10 plus 3 damage minus their like toughness and armor. Okay, so I did 6. Alright. So let me just write that down there. I'm putting it six. in there. Alright. So, after Karen, we get back to Johan, who is surrounded by gross lizard fish people. Okay. So, Johan accepts that maybe sword training hasn't gone quite as planned, because he's <laughs> never actually hit a person in his life uh, with a sword. However, he is a noted street fighter due to his talents, and he is decent with his fists, so I'm going to roll... Uh, weapon skill, and I get a plus ten percent chance to hit with unarmed. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Right. So, like, do you just drop your sword, or I've, are you like elbowing him? I'm I'm gonna like hold using the hand I'm holding the sword. And I'm just gonna punch him with like the hilt. I see. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna like bash him with the, with the wrong end of it. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. And he hits. Nice. <laughs> All right. Nice. Alright, 1d10 plus 3. That's good. No, it's not plus 3 because uh, unarmed has minus damage. Oh, as you'll right. note. But it'll come out to a flat 1d10, so that's convenient. 5 damage. Okay. Oh, damn. Punch nice. his fucking lights out. Okay, so. Vine! Alright, so I Vine has <laughs> since uh, polished off the remainder of the the tankard. Do we act, do we actually have the thing for effect for effects of alcohol slash if um, there are any immediate? You no, know, I was curious, so I am gonna go ahead and look that up. Because I know they're gonna do regardless, but it would be interesting to see if there's a It's on page one fifteen. Okay, if you limit yourself to a number of alcoholic beverages equal to your toughness bonus, you remain relatively sober. So Vine's toughness bonus is low, probably. It's still a two, which is low, but you would have to have like another two beers. Two Damn, she beer, she can she can hold her own for for weighing about as much as a wet paper bag. Yeah, <laughs> it says that you, 
It does uh, say that you remain relatively sober, so I'm going to say that you could, you might feel it, but it wouldn't have a mechanical effect. Okay, I think what uh, I'm going, what Vine is basically going to do, is just sort of with the the weirdly graceful elven movement that looks completely unbecoming on this like gaunt husk of a person. Just basically, like, almost, like, practically glide walk up to here and just, like, in one sort of motion, like, grab the sword hilt that's, like, sticking out of their backpack and just swipe at this little mutant fuck. All right. And that's the same one that Karen hit, so... Yes, I believe so. The one that Vine's next to right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, alright, I have to roll weapon skull. What's that on Vine? Low? That's fine. Oh, right. I want to... I forgot. I want to frame this as an allowed attack and remove Vine's ability to dodge slash parry uh, slash whatever. Uh, the allowed attack is sort of like in... Or is it like a, a... It's a full action and movement is a half action. Okay. And so I it's think one of those ones where you have to be standing still. I think right. you can actually qualify for a charge, though. A charge? Oh, yeah. A charge I, I know nothing about this combat system, so I'm just going to count on y'all to baby me through it. Yeah, okay. You'll get a plus Do-do. 10. So yeah, you, as long as you just like move and attack, you get a plus ten bonus. All right. In that case, I'm going to do that. And I it's rolled. Not... I rolled a seventy-five, so it fucking messes. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get back to Alfred. Okay, Alfred is going to fall back even further. Good. Like sort of pull up uh, to the left to have kind of a. F- Flank going on, and he's going okay. to reload his sling. And so I think that's a that uh, if movement's a half action, it, the sling is listed as like also a half yeah. Action for a so sling. he's just like fishing around to get out another stick, not stick, a, a pebble, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Reload sling half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a slingshot with a stick is kind of a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> It actually it's does have point. staff slings in here. Well, it's just a, it's just a, <laughs> a, a sling, sling at the end of a so stick like, for more. I say it's just a sling, so it's basically just like a leather strap you put rocks in. Yeah, might wear it as a headband sometimes. <laughs> that's that's probably how he was storing it. Yeah. Anyway. The, hmm. I just realized that leather strap now like smells like halfling sweat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the the mutant that Karen hit is going to take a retaliatory, I'll say all-out attack since it's not moving. And I want to try that out, see if that's fair for me to also have. <laughs> Rolled a 1. Oh, so, so it wouldn't have mattered. Oh, and a critical success. Well, a success. There's no, there's no critical successes in the system, but if there were, that would have been one. That would That would have been very good, yes. Well, if you roll a 10 on damage, you get Ulfric's Fury. No. It is completely nuts, by the way, that you rolled a a natural 100 and a natural 1 within, like, 10 minutes of each other. Yeah, those are like back-to-back. That's that's (laughs) kind of hot. Okay. So, I'm gonna remember to roll damage this time. Ooh, okay. Ooh. 9, 12, minus... You have armor and toughness, so you got like four toughness bonus. Dang, dwarves! Woo. Damn it! I'm tough. I'm 110 years old. That doesn't <laughs> do. 
Oh man, I'm having to do like two kind like addition and subtraction in my head. Hold on. Four, five, five damage reduction. So you take seven wounds. Seven Damn. wounds. Got it. Yeah. That's a lot oh of man, damage. that's over half. Oof. Yeah. Oh no, you're bloody. Different system. You don't you don't go down as soon as you run out of wounds. It's just that's where the like messed up stuff sort of starts happening. <laughs> so let's see. The one, two, three, four. One of them, pers- the one closest to Alfred, pursues them since he was the one they were chasing to begin with. Okay. And they get a regular attack. Rolled ten. That is also good. Hmm, I might have, might have overestimated you the might difficulty have. level. Yeah, I wasn't thinking it would be this bad. <laughs> I think it's like, oh, it'd be, it'd be I would like to remind my friends that as player characters, we do have the right of fate point to re-roll failed characteristic or skill tests. So yeah, Alfred takes another seven wounds. Okay, and that brings him down to zero wounds. Does that do yeah, anything? Let me just sort of explain what happens when you get hit after that. When a character takes more damage than they have wounds remaining, a critical hit is suffered. The attacker rolls percentile dice on critical hits to determine the outcome, known as a critical effect. And then there's a whole bunch of tables where you roll to see like how messed up you get. So, okay. bad news, basically. Alright. But I haven't gotten there yet, right? Yeah, you're still at zero wounds, so you'd have to take more damage for it to... Okay, so he's just looking kind of beat up now. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll give me my rats. <laughs> Would you like a rat? You hungry? <laughs> Tempting, but no. All right. So, hmm. Think here. There's two guys. Well, I mean, there's one attacking, uh, Johan and one attacking Vine, right? Oh, the, uh, the one, one on every the one closest to Vine already attacked Karen. Oh, uh, okay. Let me think. So, I'll say that the. Sure. Alright, so I'll say the one closest to the sewer starts making their way back that way, because. Ah. I'll say that, uh. Basically, I just rolled, like, odds or evens, and I'm gonna say that the real- realizing that this is bad news, that there's a reason they avoid the surface. Yeah. However, the one behind Johan. Uh, Johan is too tempting a target since it is he is at his back. Yeah. So let's let's see how that goes. Young adult yeah. protagonist luck. Damn um, it. Um unfortunately <laughs> not. <laughs> it's okay. It's just gonna be like Aragon where the guy goes unconscious after every battle and somehow it all turns out right at the end. <laughs> you got a you got a decent toughness bonus. No armor though. You should be. You get stabbed in the right butt cheek and it's gonna hurt a little bit. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You're oh, no. Really crazy high for these damage rolls. Yeah. I don't think NPCs get Ulfric's fury. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Definitely not um, these guys. Unless unless they're like special. 
but Unless that. Unless it's Ulfric. <laughs> it does specify that it's like for players, so yeah. So you take 11 wounds. Damn. Yeah. Exactly zero. Nice. Twinsies. Aww. And we are back to Karen. Okay, Karen, please. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to hit this one, the one that's right in front of me. Yes. Um, that just hit Johan. And I'm going to hit it. I'm going to not all out hit it this time. I'm going to do the 50 50 instead because I'd like to dodge next time. Okay. So um, let me do that real quick. Sorry. There we go. Oh no. Oh no. It's 84. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. Well, you do have that uh you do have that dodge. You can also up. spend a fate point to reroll. I'm going to spend a fate point and reroll since oh. I have it. Since oh, I'm a fortune point. In the fate. Oh yeah, sorry. A fortune point. Yeah, there's Okay, I'm so there's fate, in the fortune. There's uh there's like fate points and fortune points. Fate points oh. are basically like your extra lives. Where like uh, if you was like oh I'm gonna take like a like a horrible lethal wound you just like instead like the bullet hits the badge in your pocket and like ricochets off and you fall unconscious until the battle's nice. over. Okay. Fortune points are sort of things that you you have a number of fortune points per day equal to your fate points and they let you uh, like they give you like a bonus d10 to your initiative or let you like re-roll one one check that you make. I see. Is that the uh, FP thing on the secondary stats? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so, so I'm going yeah. to use a fate point and re-roll and cross my fingers. Fortune point, that one. Yay! Hey, that's under 50. <laughs> you won that coin flip. Alright. Go ahead and roll 1d10 plus 3. Okay. You got a 50-50 chance of winning. <laughs> you take my 73 Ooh, and nice. two-thirds chance. <laughs> trying to do the Scott Steiner promo? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I could remember all that shit. Sir Steiner. All right, so 9, 10, 11, 12. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. That's a really good hit. Yeah. 12 damage. Yeah, so that one is uh, pretty, pretty messed up, as it were. Now we are yeah. back to Vine. So yeah, that guy is Vine is, is now uh, mad at having missed the sword they have barely any practice with. Uh, <laughs> he's going to do the all-out attack thing and like sort of grab the short sword with the second hand. So it's like a two-hand swing and just keep going for this one that's close to her. Yeah, nice. go for it. So that would be my weapon skill plus 20, right, for the all-out right. attack? And yep. I, can't, I just can't dodge or parry or anything like that. Correct. Yeah. I think you sort of need like skills to do those anyway. Alright, so well, I, got a, well I rolled just... a 70, but I am also going to spend a uh, fortune point to reroll right. that. <laughs> okay. That one was a 29. Oh, so yeah. that one would hit, thankfully. Alright. So, right. hand weapon, the 1d10 plus... Short sword's a hand weapon, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically, anything that's not a special weapon is a hand weapon. Okay. Which is really great. Yeah, honestly. So 1d10 plus... Plus 3. You're like barely over 30 strength, so you get all that. Alright, I got an 8. So 8 plus 3 is 11. Alright. And that's the one that Karen already hit a little bit ago. Yeah, a while ago. 
So yeah, that guy is down to zero. Oh, yeah, okay, hold on, let me see here. And what was the number you rolled again? Just so for, for damage? For to hit. Oh, I rolled a 29, but I was doing an all-out attack. So it would be 29 compared to a Left leg, okay. <laughs> oh. Nice, now we're doing the locations. Oh, we're doing this anyway, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I figure if, I, if you're if you get like enough to do a critical hit, then yeah. Here we go. Leg incapacitated until medical attention is received. Character's movement characteristic is reduced to one, and they cannot dodge. Agility tests also suffer a minus twenty penalty. Yeesh. Hmm. I, right. So I figure you like take out its knee. Damn. That's a that's a rough thing to do with a short sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a really bad time. So, yeah, um, that guy's not technically out of the fight, but they wish they were. (laughs) (laughs) So we get back to Alfred. I'll say, Alfred, if you look on the map to the left, you do see a, I guess you call that a gaggle of guards. They're sort of rushing over to deal with this unfortunate monster event. All right, yeah, he's going to definitely run in their direction. Yeah. uh, he's going to uh, say, for the record, I did not instigate this. I was catching rats as per my job. And as he's doing that, he's going to like fire a slingshot at the guy that hit him. All right, so. go for it. I have a permit. And that's a 77 that's going to miss as well. And I'm going to spend you a fortune point because... <laughs> fortune point mood. Yeah. yeah. May as well spend it now. And that, that's even higher. That's rolled the same I, thing, pretty much. I rolled geez. a 77, and then I spent a, like, consumable resource to get a 78. Oh, I like to geez. think that, like, you fire the, the, the rock at him or whatever, and it's like, it goes slow motion, and you think, it, like, the rock's gonna, like, veer in midair towards him, but it actually just veers farther off and, like, blinks <laughs> off the gate. <laughs> yeah. But, at, oh, at shit. least... Yeah, at least I'm... It, I if I recall, I am faster than them, so he won't be able to catch up and hit me again. That is true. Okay. So... I think I was skipped over during initiative. Oh no! Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Oh, that's no, okay. You're right. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's okay. I was I was actually waiting for all my allies to finish before I mentioned it because but, I can yeah. ruin the GM's fun just fine. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. That's Damn. okay. Uh, Johan is going to turn around and throw a fist at the one who fucking almost gutted him. Yeah, so get him. Oh, and for the record, g- for, for his placement on the initiative, he rolled a 42 total. Yeah. Hmm? For Johan. If you want to put him back on the initiative, on the turn order. I know, he's, he's on he's on initiative. Oh, he's a- yeah, I was sure. just skipped I pay- over. I yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not sure this, how that happened. Yeah, it's fine. It's no biggie. Um, and he's going to all-out attack. So he has like a 65 to hit. Nice. Hey, hit. 50. Nice. Nice clean 50. Yeah, alright. So, 1d10 plus 3. Nope, plus nothing because it's unarmed. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I keep forgetting that. And he got a six. All right, that's good. 
And I think a five hits in the head if this is a crit. Um, it's not quite, it's not a crit, but definitely got him down there. Let's see. Okay. So, you're doing a lot better with your, like, you know, just fists than you were with the sword. So we get back to the mutants. You actually also did really good with the pommel of the sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you considered that maybe a hammer would be more appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> so those of the mutants who are able, in light of the sort of recent swing of fate and the fact that there's a bunch of armed guards coming, uh, start to sort of scrambled back towards the sewers. However, one of them had his leg taken, one of his legs uh, <laughs> taken out. Yeah. So he can only move one hex a turn. Which is pretty sad to see, honestly, trying to watch a dude try to get away on one leg. Yeah. Except that it's also a mutant, so... Yeah. <laughs> so fuck him, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. the literal embodiment return? of human corruption, so, I mean... Are um, they going to return to their master, the giant rat, in the sewer? Um, they're going to crawl down a dimensional portal to the dead rat that's just sort of spinning gently. I was making <laughs> there, there, there's a there's a callback to another game. <laughs> I don't get it. No, it was the <laughs> teenage the mutant. Now I understand. Uh, I was just, I was just, I was just referencing our own podcast like a fucking asshole. <laughs> there, there were four of them. There's four of them. Which one's Leonardo? Ah, <laughs> oh, that, that never once crossed my mind. Okay. Okay. I guess okay, in this universe would so... be Teenage Mutant Ninja Nurgle. <laughs> oh boy! Very okay. good. No, I quit. All right. <laughs> so I imagine that the that the wounded mutant here is uh, just sort of crawling, trying, sort of like begging you off, just like just sort of like putting its arms out, like please stay away from me. And then we get to Karen's turn. Uh, we probably should keep it alive for questioning, right? We don't even know if it can speak. I say kill it. Suffer not the mutant to live. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Alright, well isn't... then I'll, I'll kill it. It's Warhammer Fantasy. Time to be grimdark. Um... <laughs> I, can't believe, is... I can't believe the dwarf is the one arguing that we should spare the life of this like abomination against God and man. The, the dwarf know, it has been in the business for a while and knows that there's like resources can be gained from things. But anyways, I'm gonna kill it. So here is my roll. Ho ho! Ooh, nice. Three. So I hit it very much. So, and here is my damage. Oh, oh that's also very good. <laughs> so there, there it is. So I uh, rolled a three for to hit, and then I uh, my damage is eight. All right. Okay. I think. Hmm. Well. <laughs> Basically, 
basically what we have now is like arm incapacitated. So really, oh, no. it's, just, it's just worse than it was before. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> bad. You, you did not do a great job of finishing it off. But then again, it, I imagine it still is defending itself. I don't think we need to continue. No, just, I think I think just, we can assume people gathered well. around it, just, just sort of like stab it until it's dead, just smashing it. Repeatedly until it finally takes <laughs> only the one. Johan's just like, no, no, like this, and then he takes out the other leg, and then just like Warhammer Fantasy. Like, no, no, like this. go around and put the boot to him. Warhammer Fantasy. All right, uh, Johan, it's your turn again. If you want to like pursue the other mutants, uh, I will not. I will not keep you from continuing to try and finish off the one mutant if you want. But Johan is going to step towards the one that he and Karen almost killed and mm -hmm. actually try swinging at it with his sword this time. Also, whoops, does not get along the touch screen. There we go. Um, so yeah, let me, let me try that. This is going to be a normal attack, so it's probably going to miss. Alright. Hey. Ah, whoops. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's incorrect. Oh. I said roll 35. <laughs> Four! Ooh, oh, nice. <laughs> I love that you typed slash roll 35, though. That's a big fan of it. Yeah. That's a power Hey, move. fuck you! Oh, man. Oh, shit. Ulfric's okay. fucking fury. Get dunked on, idiot. 16 yeah. damage. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, uh, for the listener at home, he rolled a uh, a natural d10 on the 1d10 plus 3 damage, and I, I'm guessing, based on context clues, that enabled him to roll an additional 1d10 of damage. Yeah. So yeah. Every result, time you roll 10 a 10 plus on 3. a Every time you roll a 10 on a damage, you get to roll another 1d10. Wait, does that, like, continue forever? Or yes, if you roll a, D, if yes. you roll a 10 on Fuck. that next d10, you also okay. get to... Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very swingy. Interesting. Alright, and uh, which one were you attacking? Was the, left or right? The, I think the right one, the one that he punched before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to look this up every time I've decided until I, I'm faster at it. But basically, the short version is if you if I roll a uh, 1 through 5 on a critical hit roll, they're not dead. And if I roll a, a 6 or higher, then they are dead. Doesn't it so get this... bonuses based on how low they are? Let me see. This is part of the experience of playing a mid-aughts RPG, though. Oh yeah, yeah, he suffers a critical hit with a critical value of plus 5, and then you roll a d100 roll. So yeah, so if they're at minus 5, then you roll a d100, and okay. you look at it based on the, the critical hit value. I'm just going to say that they're dead, alright? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. I'll have, to, I'll have to actually read this book. Beyond, like, the lore stuff sometimes. <laughs> Basically, if they get below negative, uh, if they get below negative four, then they're pretty much guaranteed to die. Yeah, that makes sense. Because seven, say... seven is lethal. Seven and up are lethal to varying right. amounts. So, yeah, you actually got one. Was that with the sword, or did you just, like... Sword. Okay. I, did, I didn't punch its fucking leg off or something. <laughs> <laughs> Usually just like punch it in like the base of the spine or something. Fist oh, of the I guess base star. of the skull. Oh no. However, I keep getting people like die when they get flag. punched. 
I was like, I keep getting mental image flashes of like fights as in Dwarf Fortress of just people punching each other and parts of, <laughs> and the injured part explodes into gore. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, it's basically that, if I'm being entirely honest. Oh, okay, man. so except for the pursuit, this fight is like Vine. It's your turn. Is there anything you actually want to do though? Uh, Vine moves up and hits this fucking downed one with a sword. Like, <laughs> like, Alright. <laughs> Let's see what Stone happens. Stone cold. Oh, right. I have to roll that. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> let's see. That's that's an 84, but just for sake of drama, I am going to spend my last fortune point. To <laughs> also, I think you right. get a plus 30 because it's outnumbered 3 to 1. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, uh, regardless, on the other one, I rolled a flat four. So okay. Nice. So that's one less fortune point for me, but I do hit it. And now I'm going to go ahead and roll damage. That's a nine plus three. Nice. Okay. Let's see. Let me just see. Flat four. There's too many limbs on this table. <laughs> heads on here, you know. But yeah, that dude. That dude's toast. <laughs> I think you got like left arm, but it doesn't matter. At this point, it's bleeding from most of its limbs. <laughs> a, a ten on every table is killed in whatever spectacular and gore-drenched fashion the player or GM cares to describe. That's radical. <laughs> yeah. So back to Alfred. I assume that you're yeah. Al- Alfred's mostly... just like pointing at them. I think that I think at this point, like I, I think at this point, these dudes are accounted for. Yeah. So yeah, this is pretty much the end of things, unless you want to like continue chasing the mutants back into the sewer. Could maybe get one more of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's up to Johan. He's the one on the on the chase, as it were. Uh, Johan's Johan's good. He put the fear of Ulfric and Sigmar into these creatures. We got half of them. Like yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. That's pretty good. Yeah. Raphael and Donatello are dead, and that's yeah. just the reality we live in now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The last so. one scampers off, and we all gotta get our stories in order when the, when the guard arrives. <laughs> oh boy. So, the guard has arrived, and you've got two obviously mutated corpses, so obviously you're, uh, you've performed a public service here. But um, so the guards uh, guards come up and uh, one of them is the one that was sort of hassling Vine earlier and then left to get reinforcements. He was nice enough to come back. One of the other ones goes, "What's all this then?" Well, well, sirs, I was down in the sewers killing and gathering rats. As is my profession as a rat catcher. This is my dog Eddie. Oh, and <laughs> glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. I came across these shadowy figures that I thought were just smugglers at first, so I ran away, not wanting anything mm-hmm. to do with unlawful activities. Uh, but then once I came out here, and that lock on the gate was uh, collateral damage in the process, they came out, <laughs> and lo and behold, uh, they were mutants. No real way to classify them, just kind of, uh, kind of slimy in a vague sort of way. Mm-hmm. And I did my best to get them with my sling, but uh, these fellas here seem to have done a much better job of that. Well, yep, you've all done, uh, you've all done this city a great service, um, are you all, are you citizens of Delbez here? 
Because, you know, looks around, dwarf, elf, halfling. Uh, well, Johan. Johan probably lives here. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think uh, Vine sort of looks as though they are, they are thinking about that for a split second, and they sort of say, I amble. <laughs> okay. I'm around. I've been following the the army on the crusade against the beastmen, sirs. I was just here to deliver a fallen knight's sword back to the temple when I found these people in trouble, so I went to help. I believe the halfling is fairly badly wounded if you would care to take him to a healer. Oh yes, also that. I'm horribly hurt. <laughs> I am covered in the dookie, so I much appreciate this before the infection sets in. Yes. That would be the second time I lost a character that way. I have uh, a number of vectors for the bubonic plague that you should be yes. careful of. <laughs> oh. I, I am from... Uh, I'm a traveler as well. Sorry. It's like, so you can you can tell just on the guard's face that he is not a fan of how complicated this is. So, <laughs> well, all right, well, uh, we'll bring you back to the barracks here. We'll look about some sort of monetary compensation for your troubles. Um, have you looked at by the barber? Uh, if, if you'll excuse you. me, sirs, I do need to deliver this sword to the temple. Yeah, I was gonna. I was about to ask you about that. You said you got that from a knight. Yes, like, sir. It was, it was given to you. Yes, sir. He commanded me to take it to the temple, where it belongs. That. Mm, you seem like a nice boy, but that is an awfully fishy story. You do realize. But we're gonna get in contact with the temple, and we'll get this all sorted out. All right. Yes, sirs. Of course. So you all come along with us, and we'll see about what's going to go on here, right? Bye. Okay. All right, and I think since we're at like an hour and a half, oh, that, sure. that is a good place to <laughs> yeah. to end our first session of Warhammer Fantasy. 